Hello everyone, this is Basket News Talks. I'm the host Donatos Rubunas and today we're visiting Milan and I want to introduce uh, our next guest, uh, Siobhan Shields. Thank you for having me. Hello Siobhan, and I want to start with inspirations uh, from your early days. And my first question is, who did inspire you for this? Maybe <laughs> Dr. J, no? <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have an inspiration. It was just how I liked wearing my hair, and yeah. that's that's how I had it. So, uh, talking about basketball inspirations right now, yeah. I read that one of your idols was Paul Pierce. Yeah, which, which is also a bit unusual, no? Especially yeah. for the new generation players. Yeah. So, why did you like the truth so much? Um, I don't know. I felt like he was he was a he was a good player and just like the way he moved and mm. things like that i i felt like i could emulate more yeah. than somebody who's you know crazy athletic or um something like that he i felt like he related to me more and i really i really liked his game a lot yeah do, do you agree that you kind of you have the same moves and stuff like that because i read one uh, tweet that you're kind of uh headband away from being Paul Pierce actually <laughs> I don't know about all that I'm not I'm not as good as he was but or he is but um, I, I emulate my game after him and I really enjoyed watching him play and uh, learning things from him mm. from what I understood your probably the best inspiration was your uh, dad actually and what's interesting that uh, okay okay he's the Hall of Famer of NFL but he as I understood he made the his career through the hard work, work ethic, and discipline. What do you remember the most? What did you took from that experience watching him working so hard? What was his routine and which maybe you took for your career? Yeah, I mean, during the season, he was usually gone before we got up for school at the facility doing treatments, watching film, um, all sorts of things, you know, putting in the time to become the best player he could be. And, um, you know, ended up working out, working out for him. And I, I take a lot after that to try to, you know, be professional, be responsible, show up on time, work hard, you know, do your job and things usually work out for the best. You also played for the Nan Danish uh, national uh, team. Yeah. And uh, Ife Lundberg is also another great uh, Euro player for, from Denmark. Um, do you remember that game against uh, Lithuania where you were kind of one shot away from making the Eurobasket? You couldn't yeah, help I the team at it. that uh, moment, but maybe you watched it on TV. Yeah, yeah, I watched it on on TV, and that was a uh, that was a tough tough play to watch. I mm. thought uh, I thought we had had it, but uh, came up a little short, and that's that happens sometimes in sports. But uh, it was a great performance through the qualifiers for Denmark, and hopefully. Um, you know, we can figure something out to where we can we can all play and try to qualify for the country of Denmark because I think it would be a pretty big uh, accomplishment for you know Danish basketball and the country of Denmark. So. Would you have played for uh, in Eurobasket? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, for sure. I think that would be a, a awesome experience and um, cool a cool thing to be a part of. Uh, having you and Ife on the same national team already makes it intriguing, but let's uh, put this in a hypothetical situation where you can add one yearly player uh, to the Danish national team. What do you think, who would, uh, who would upgrade your team to be, you know, uh, a big time uh, team in the tournament, for example, in Eurobasket? Uh, Probably you need a center. Yeah, a, we need a center. Yeah. So I'll go with Kyle. You just talk to Kyle. We'll take we'll take Kyle. But he's about to retire. So <laughs> hey, if we played this year, we'd take him. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll go with Kyle. We'll take Kyle. We need to send. Okay. Um, 
talking about about Milan uh, again. Officially, you were the let's say seventh uh, official acquisition of Milan in summer 2020. But it seems like all these negotiations were ongoing uh, before, right? It wasn't like late summer decisions uh, decision for you to, to move to Milan, right, from Basconia. What do you remember uh, about that uh, connection? Um, I mean, we were uh, we had talked at the end of uh, June, kind of previously, like right after we won the championship with Basconia. Um, and, you know, I, I liked what they were putting together here in Milan and I wanted to be a part of it. So, um, ended up making the decision to, to make the move over here to Italy and, um, um, it's, it's worked out so far. And what was that conversation with Etra uh, Messina? Who he was uh, yeah, talking I mean, to you he about had your a, role? He has a, a big vision for this, this club and, um, you know, wants to compete for Final Fours and EuroLeague Championships, um, compete for Italian Championships and, um, you know, really, really build this into to something special. So um, it was something I wanted to be a part of and something that we're, you know, working every day to, to build, build together and um, hopefully we'll, we'll get there sooner than later. Yeah, what kind of vision he had for yourself? For example, for me, I mean, I think um, with with everybody he brings in, he wants them to, you know, obviously improve themselves personally as a as a basketball player, but obviously help help the team as well. And everybody that has been a part of this and been a part of the team contributes um, to to winning and um, you know to to the improvement that I was talking about. So uh, it's been a great experience so far. Uh, that summer, Milan shook up the market with players like uh, Kyle with the Tome, and there were many great uh, signings. And what I want to say that probably mm, many fans didn't expect you to be so efficient for that team. You became the second best scorer of Milan team and the most efficient player in the EuroLeague uh, for Milan. What I want to ask you, I mean, what made the, that kind of boost uh, for you to make that kind of adjustment so quickly. I mean, you had a great seasons in Basconia, for example, but I don't see many people uh, who expected you to shine in Milan so fast. Yeah, I mean, I gotta give credit to you know the coaches that we have here and my, my teammates. You know, they put me in great positions to be able to do that and be able to to help and produce in that in that type of way. And you know, without them, you know, people like Gigi, Kyle, Chacho, who have been around done it even uh Vlado uh, Mikov they've done it before so you know they have the advice and the experience to say hey maybe you should do this here or look for this on this play which um is instrumental in you know developing and learning different aspects of the game and looking at it a different way so um honestly I got to give give all the all the credit to to them and then you made the final four and you were kind of one shot away from making the final mm -hmm. actually what do you remember the most about that uh, last position? Um, I mean, Corey Higgins made a made a great shot over me. Uh, full court contested a contested a pull up, and you know he he made a made a great play, and they they deserved to win on that night. So, um, you know, hopefully we can take a, one more step and make a championship game. But uh, you know, right now we gotta focus on getting better each day and winning the game so that we can, you know, qualify for the, the playoffs and put ourselves in position to make that step. And after such a game like that, what's like how Shaman Shields looks like, what he thinks about the next, the next morning after such a game? 
How do you um, react in these situations? I, I mean, after, after every every game we play late, I, I stay up pretty pretty late and you know replay the game, regardless if it's a, a good game or a bad game. So uh, obviously, games that you lose or games that you don't play the way you want to are are worse and longer nights. But uh, you know, next day you gotta you gotta bounce back and try to. Um, you know, correct the mistakes and, you know, put, put a better foot forward the next day. What replay you had, uh, let's say, the most? It was your first Final Four experience. Uh, what do you think you could have done better? What, what did you take from that experience? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> a lot. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a, thin, a thin line between winning and losing. You know, it's a, a rebound there, a, a missed shot there, missed box out, you know, a foul. It could be, it's, there's a really, really thin line between winning and losing. And, um, you know, that day we were on the wrong side of it. And I think that's the biggest thing I took. And the front office made some uh, adjustments uh, for another Final Four campa uh, campaign, let's say. And we see Nicolo Melli, we see Devin Hall, uh, Dino Smitoglu uh, making big impact uh, for the team so far. What can you, what do you like about the, them uh, the most? Uh, talking about each each of them, what do they add uh, to the team? Um, you know, Nicolo is really uh, he brings size, experience, you know, high basketball IQ. Uh, physicality, all, all sorts of things. He can shoot. He can make. He can pretty much do everything on the basketball court. And uh, you know, he's he's going to be huge for us. He's obviously a captain and huge a huge signing for us. So, how do you uh, like his post up moves and all the footwork and stuff? <laughs> it's he's, great. Yeah. It looks good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's great. He so plays he, like Dirk Nowitzki, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be he's going to be huge for us, Devin. Um, He's a, another playmaker on the on the court. He can score, defend, you know, one through four rebound. He's uh, he's gonna be big for us as well. And then uh, Dinos is adding adding size, and he can shoot, rebound, um, you know, do all those things, play four and five. So um, you know, every everybody that we've brought in, like I've said, has has. Uh, an opportunity to bring a big, big impact and, you know, take us to that next level. Do you think that all these pieces uh, will create you an opportunity to have a better shot at the championship? Um, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the hope. And um, I think we're, we're working in the, in the right direction. You know, we started the season pretty well in EuroLeague and in the domestic league. And, um, you know, we just got to keep, keep building it uh, day by day. Um, and, you know, hopefully at the end of the season where, where we are where we want to be. So. In one of your early interviews, I think it was in Italy, you, you mentioned that your ultimate goal in the end of the day is the uh, NBA. Mm -hmm. And I talked to some people and they were kind of, you know, waiting for, for this August, actually, because if I'm correct, you had the NBA out or something like that. What do you think in general about uh, your goal to be uh, in the NBA? Uh, how, how do you try to reach it? Or when you play for the one of the best organizations in EuroLeague you have yeah. a different approach uh, for playing in the NBA yeah I mean right now I think the it's a disservice not only to me but my team if my my head's mm. you know somewhere at where um, right now my my head is here, here in Milan where my feet are and um, you know trying to to help win championships like like I've said and um, you know it's uh, if if uh, 
opportunity presents itself than maybe but right now I'm I'm where I want to be where I need to be so um, you know I'm, I'm happy with that we started with some inspirations inspirations and then after you made it to the Euroleague after you made it uh, to the final four uh, who inspires you the most at this age of your life actually um I mean my, my, my family I uh, I Love my love my siblings, my my brother and sister. They're they're great. My parents, um, you know, um, every everything that I have and everything I am is because of them. And then uh, you know, I, I have a wife who I've been with for since since high school, and she's great. Uh, you know, keeps me grounded, takes takes care of everything. So um you know they're they're definitely my biggest inspiration and then my dogs love my puppies dogs yeah i got some back home but what kind of dogs i mean labradoodles okay mix between yeah, they're the best so yeah so do you have two dogs uh well family dogs they're family dogs oh, they're okay. not mine but yeah talking about your family i mean uh, how all these um siblings your, your your parents and stuff how, how do they inspire you i mean what do they have which you like uh, the most um i mean at the At the end of the day, I know that they, um, you know, lo love me unconditionally. You know, if I if I have a, a bad game, a good game, if um, you know I bite their head off because you know I'm, I'm mad about something, you know, I know that they they still love me and that they're still there for me no matter what. And uh, you know, I, I take comfort in that, and I take uh, you know pride in representing them in the in the in the best way that I can. And um, so if I, I go out and do that, I, I think I take inspiration from them that way. That was Siobhan Shields, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. You can see all the interviews as well as this interview with Siobhan Shields on basketnews.com. You can find us on the basketnews.com website and YouTube channel as well. <laughs>